Hey everybody, it's Allison. And Kevin. <laughs> I didn't sound here right now, but if you leave your name and number, um, we were having lots of feels as many, many of us have been this past week. Um, and we wanted to sit down and have a conversation and talk about some of the things going on. Um, and we're inviting all of you to listen in. Yeah, um, this is, Allison and I have been talking a lot this week. <clears throat> the conversations really started um, this past Shabbat when we started hearing trickling in of news coming from Israel. There was a lot of haze and fog. People were kidnapped. Maybe people were killed. There were attacks in the air. And it was um, really unclear what the situation was and the extent of it. We just knew it was bad. And really, it, I was uh, up in front of the community leading davening. We do an explanatory service um, in our synagogue and was trying to incorporate some ideas about loss and uncertainty in Israel. But Allison was um, speaking with more people in the back as I was up there. And um, the point where I started to understand the, the extent and the depth of what had occurred was Allison was supposed to give a breakout session talking about ideas related to the Torah portion. And she's just like, I just have nothing to say right now. So here we are. <laughs> a couple of days later, I finally found some words. Um, so also whatever words of Torah we do say um, over the next couple of minutes are dedicated to our Chayalim, our soldiers, everybody in Israel, all of the Jewish people who are hurting, the captives that should be brought home safe and speedily. Um, it's, it's not a simple time. Yeah. And even now that we've found some words, the idea that we had was just to try to put some form to, uh, the things that are swirling in our head. Um, and hopefully that words that come from the heart are able to enter other people's hearts. So where do we begin? <laughs> uh, <clears throat> the other day also, um, before your holiday and before we've gone to a flurry of different events, um, just as I was saying that, like, words from the heart, um, I was thinking, you were saying, like, how can I speak or how can I provide comfort with, like, a, a broken heart? Mm-hmm. And... I think as an older brother, as a community leader in some ways, as a, a friend, um, something who's still trying to figure out how have you been handling the your own brokenness, but also trying to provide comfort and support. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it comes down to the spaces that I'm in. So in my own home, when I invited 15 to 20 women to come to a bake and recite to him last night, um, it was beyond beautiful. And that was a space that it was okay to be very broken. And there were people who felt and expressed their brokenness too. Um, and yeah, it was just a space where we were all kind of holding each other. Um, so in that sense, I'm not any less broken <laughs> or, or putting that aside for other people. I think it's also important as like a community leader, or as someone who's trying to host any of these events, it's like, yeah, I'm not the strong one here. <laughs> 
I'm not the strong one here. And someone else can play that role if they have that strength. And the biggest thing is to just bring people together and hold each other. Yeah. I think uh, one thing that I've seen is that like a lot of broken hearts, a lot of fragments can form this like mosaic, this tiling of the Jewish people. And there's feeling, feeling like a shard, but knowing that like as a collective, that uh, it, it, it forms something whole and it's like a imperfect, but, but beautiful whole that I've been seeing um, around our community. Mm -hmm. One of the ideas that I've been thinking a lot about since I had people in our space. So we're, we have a flight for Aliyah on October 30th. Please God, we'll be able to get on that flight. Um, but depending on the circumstances, we might have to push off, but our apartment is empty, <laughs> not empty, but not, not what it was. And one of the ideas that I was feeling very strongly when I had women, uh, in the space, it was the first time we were really hosting since we moved all of our stuff out was this like sense of when the base of Mikdash isn't here, when Mashiach isn't here, when we're not in Jerusalem and have have this this time of redemption, we're we're remembering it by keeping part of our home unwhole, broken. And uh looking around and having everybody in my space and not having my beautiful pictures and my comfortable rug and all the things that make it truly feel like home here. It was this like very in my face reminder of like, yeah, we we are very seriously remembering the destruction of the temple, the fact that we are not yet home home, um, but that please God, our stuff is on the way and that we'll get home soon. Like never felt less in my home than, than that very moment. Yeah, there's, there's those like two kind of conflicting things that I've, I've also been holding, like of never feeling more ready to be in Israel in the sense that there's a lot of need in Israel right now. And that, um, they talk about stories of rabbis. Oh, I think it's most famously attributed to the Chafetz Chaim, uh, or Israel mayor. And, um, that he, he would have a, a bag that was packed always for when Mashiach comes, when redemption arrives to be able to be ready to go. And we're praying for something redemptive to happen in Israel. And as soon as that happens, we're, we're ready to go. <laughs> we're, we're, we're ready to be there. We're ready to, uh, our stuff's already on the way. We, Facebook marketplace selling all of it. <laughs> yeah. It's gone. <laughs> it's gone. It's gone. Everything that we, we have here. And there's, there's, when we did have our stuff in our apartment, there was a weight to it. Like if something redemptive would, would have happened while our stuff was here, it would be a little harder to leave it, but there's, there's, there's a lightness. I'm not having it and, and being ready to leave everything that's here because you know, the, the bigger things are already on their way to Israel. And obviously always when uh, tragedy or in the grand scheme of things, all of our material possessions are fleeting. Um, but then there's this other pull that I feel of not a comfort in New York, but a role to play in New York. Like, uh, just within New York at these events. So I've, I've shared uh, a few times, some words about my brother or some words of Torah or, um, this upcoming Monday, I'm organizing a minion and feel You're all invited, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and feeling a sense that there's a job to be done here in New York and seeing 
me and Allison as um, one of many people who, who can play that role and that there's comfort that can give to the people and relationships and resources that we have here. So yeah, just that, I don't know how you're dealing with the conflict of feeling like so able and ready and like capable of moving to Israel because we're not being held down by New York, but also feeling so much need and desire for community in New York that I think we sometimes try to provide. Yeah, no, that was, uh, I was, a couple of women stayed late at the end of the Chalavik, three hours in. <laughs> it was a beautiful event. Um, Takes a long time for the dough to rise. Yeah, that's why we did it before the event even started. <laughs> <laughs> so it was really a six hour event if you think about it. But um, now I just like looked at these women and I'm like, I care so much about you and I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I'm leaving you. I'm sorry. Um, I feel like a lot of protection over our community and a lot of pride over our community. Um, and I guess this is my way of encouraging people to step up because people here need it. My belief is just that everyone's going to be like, well, I miss Kevin Nelson. Let's move to Israel. I think it's, <laughs> it's going to be that simple. But if it isn't that simple, then um, people should step up. Yeah. And there's a story, I think, when Ariel Sharon came to Lubavitcher Rebbe that he said, Rebbe, you have to be like a captain, a leader, a general in the army. You have to take your people out to war. Rebbe used to talk a lot about Muhammad Hashem, that we're, we're kind of, we're fighting a battle. We're all in the, in the army of, of, of God in a sense of that we're, we're on a mission, that there's, there's work to be done. There's spiritual uh, battles to be, uh, to make progress in. Um, so Ariel Sharon thought that, that that message would land well with the Rebbe, but the Rebbe responded that uh, the Jewish community outside of Israel is more like a sinking ship than a, than a war. And that um, although the Rebbe deeply believed that we need to help all Jews, we see Chabad's all around the world, that really the goal of, of people in leadership roles or the people who are doing well um, in their community should be to encourage people to go to Israel or encourage other Jews around them to bring about redemption. Um, and that's, that's also a battle of like, should we be encouraging people from here or should we be setting an example and trying to bring them along? It's you know, push, push, pull. Mm -hmm. So I think we should jump into a little bit of Parsha, give some people and myself some ideas and intentions to go into the Shabbos. So what's on your mind with this uh, new beginning? Um, there's a lot of ideas on my mind for this week's Parsha. We, we say, um, that Hashem finished the heaven and earth. And there's uh, a lot of ideas about what, what, what really was finished. It seems like the world was already finished before Shabbat. And uh, one idea is that Hashem created rest. Mm -hmm. And I've been feeling just oscillating between, as I've been telling people, somewhat okay and not great. Uh, and have not felt at rest. So, Advayinafash um, is the word that the Torah uses for rest. And that uh, it's related to the word nefesh, which means soul. And that restoring of the soul 
it's something that I'm wishing for us to be able to to breathe, to feel that nefesh, to feel that um, ruach elokim, to feel the spirit of God to be blown into our, our nostrils and for ourselves to to breathe, to, to tap into that restful state of Shabbat. Amen. Amen. What are you thinking about for this Shabbos, this Parsha? Lots of things. Lots of things. I don't know. I keep uh, holding on to this idea that it's like, this has to be Mashiach. What does that mean? This has to be Mashiach. No, there's just so much pain. Mashiach has to be here. Um, like, I feel like it's around the corner. And, and now when I look at Rashid, I look for the signs yeah. of, like, returning to Gan Eden. And this is something that resonated us, with us a lot when we uh, had Eden, uh, our daughter, who's 17 months old. Um, when we named her Eden, we didn't know, we had no idea what her name was going to be. We, like, started compiling a, list, compiling a list, like, about a week before I gave birth. We didn't know if it was going to be a boy or a girl, and we just kind of went on Facebook and looked at people's <laughs> names. We, we had no idea. But this concept of Eden really spoke to us. Um, you can search back on Kevin's Facebook page if you want to find a whole PDF dedicated to her name. Um, but I, I just think about the signs of Mashiach that, that we see. Um, and so you can write in the comments if uh, you, you spot any in this week's Parsha. But that's something that I very much hold on to when I read Bracious. Yeah, Rav Moshe Weinberger was talking about um, that it was Rav Levi Yitzhak of Berditches. Your sight, his uh, remembrance of the day that he passed from this world, and that he has an explanation of the third verse in the Torah that it says, that and God said, let there be light, and there was light. But another way to translate it is, and it was said, Elohim, God, let there be light. And how did God respond to that demand, that request, that will or that vision he or there was light so hopefully by uh us praying for mashiach us looking for light us storming the heavens that we could uh, we could see light soon in our days i mean i also think that today specifically is is a challenging day to feel like we're putting ourselves out there like we're coming together because just practically speaking it's it's there's a lot of safety concern speak in the in in the news um there have been a couple of events that have been very devastating in france there was an attack and um in china there was an attack uh that's what i've seen so far for this day of rage um but i think everyone should do what's good and feel safe but at the same time it doesn't mean to just uh stay inside all day and and be in bed we have to come together we have to pray um and and do what we can it would be a big dis the same way that on Yantif, it was like, are they taking away our Simchas Torah? Taking away part of it, for sure. And that was one of the most complex feelings I've ever had, saying Hallel, singing out to Hashem with joy when I was feeling the complete opposite extreme. Um, but there's no mourning on Yantif, which again was a whole other concept that I was very much grappling with. Um, this concept of we don't we don't mourn on Yantif because that dampens the the day. And that's not what the day is for. Every other day you can mourn, but Yandif is Kadosh and it's separated for, for a better purpose. But um, similarly, like they, they shouldn't take away our Shabbos. And, and what Shabbos is, is going and praying and being together and having meals and, and davening and doing what we can. And they can't steal our Shabbos. Yeah. 
I hope they don't steal Shabbos. And I really hope it is like, that's a Shabbos prayer that I've been wishing people for, like Vayinafash, to have it be restful, to have it be restoring of the soul. Because Shabbat ideally, like the holidays, like Yom Tov, is supposed to be this cocoon, this holy, sacred time and space that we hold. But if you're, as we are, concerned about my younger brother and him going out to battle, it's so difficult to live in that space of presence and not have anxiety about uh, the news and communication and, and, and what's going to be and like wanting to, to turn away from, from it, wanting to turn off social media, wanting to not look, not know the updates, to, to, to accept that, to be comfortable with that, but the lingering sense of discomfort with it that... Um, there are, there are things happening. It's supposed to be a day where we believe Shem created the world and that we step back and we say, we don't need to, to contribute. We don't need to continue building the world because Hashem created the world and we can let the world be as it is. Like we need to realize that the world is still going to go on, even if we're not building like that, that's okay. There's, it's not, it's not all in your hands, but it feels so in our hands right now. And so out of our hands at the same time that like we need to, we need to do what we can practically as a people to be doing things on the ground, giving resources, giving time. But then there's also so above us and like that sense of emuna, that sense of faith and belief that uh, we're supposed to have on Shabbat, that things will be okay. But that nagging feeling like I want to, I want to know what's actually going on. So I don't know. Yeah. I think uh, this idea of, I don't know is this idea of I don't know is, uh, I think, the big thing that's going to be ringing in everybody's head. And that's okay. I don't know, and that's okay. Those are the the two mantras for for this weekend. Um, but, yeah, anything else you want to add? I want to close because I thought this was going to be an 18-minute podcast. It's <laughs> a so Friday. Chai. I'm Yisrael yeah. Chai, 18 minutes before Shabbos. Yeah. Um, no, I just want to say, it's a Torah that I've been thinking about, Brishi Baralokim that in the beginning God created or the other way to read it is Bereshit beginnings God created and I hope this new Torah cycle this new week this new reality that we face is a beginning of redemption that we see soon in our days on a personal individual spiritual and a physical level and um, hoping to begin and to build beautiful things and see revealed good I mean Chavez. <laughs>